Welcome back to System and Hysteria, the podcast where we break our beer bottles. This is Brent. Witty pa- Jathan joke. <laughs> yeah. I'm Peyton. Yeah, Jathan isn't with us tonight. Man, this podcast is just... He's not with us anymore. No, he's... No. <laughs> this podcast is just falling apart. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. I was doing the whole office thing where he's like, he's not with us anymore or whatever, and he just keeps telling them like terrible news, but it really means that, you know, that Dwight's fine or whatever. Anyway, I didn't You're right. I right. My older girls were wanting to be on the podcast, and I said, do you know anything about Linux, open source software, or systems administration? And they're like, uh, I know juggling. I'm like, well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I know juggling. Yeah, something tells but, me. But, I mean, if, if you guys are interested in having a friends slash family of the podcast episode, I whatever. Think we- so I'm guessing you wouldn't want them on the shit show because technically that's our free for all. Everyone can join. Hard, hard pass. <laughs> uh, hard pass. Do they? Yeah. Do they know taters? They they know taters. Absolutely. Yeah, actually they do know taters. He's been over to my mm-hmm. house a few yeah, times and they've met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know taters. Mm-hmm. But they don't know taters on like shit show taters. Um. Uh, they don't know shit show me. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> Daddy, why are you uh, saying you no, have I mean, sex with this man's mother? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be his mother, it'd be me. <laughs> right. What? But I digress. Jathan has bitched out tonight. Uh, unlike me, where I was uh, trying to take care of my wife, he's just a bitch. Yeah, he's got no wife to take care of. What's he doing? He's got no wife to take care of. No offense, Katie. You know, by all means, you know, you're a great person, and I feel sorry for no, you she's a, every she's day. She's a strong, independent but, uh, woman. She don't need no Jathan. She's a strong, independent woman. She don't need no Jathan. <laughs> better get nobody really needs Jathan in their life. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. in all honesty, we love yeah. you, bud. Sorry you couldn't make it here tonight. This show will be this episode will be rated higher than just last night. We don't we don't I don't think we actually have oh we do because we're on iTunes and Spotify. We are. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google. I think we're on Google Podcasts. Yeah, yeah right? we're on yeah, we're on all the, the, the free ones. Yeah. We're we're on all the things. I wonder how our ratings yes. are so I don't I know. I never check those. Yes. If someone wants to tell us, I'll thank them. And that's all yeah, right. Let us know. Let us know how we're doing. I can even recall getting only like one review so far. So uh, we've gotten a couple, I believe. On a couple people reviewed us. Yeah. iTunes and, and other. Oh, okay. But it's fine. I mean, we're not in it for no, the reviews. We do it because we want to do it, which is why we'll never have a sponsor. Yeah. Like and subscribe rather, for the algorithm. I would rather end the show than get a sponsor. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Like, if they wanted to pay costs or whatever, and they didn't, like, they were a silent partner, fine. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and pause the podcast and do a, a fucking ad yeah, for a VPN service that nobody fucking wants or needs. Yep. You know? I agree. Also, this is fucking 2020. Why do we still have ads in games that are a video, and then they want me to play the game for 15 fucking seconds before I can go on and finish playing you know, work on the game I want. Sorry, to what game is this? Like, why are we still doing this? I, it's just any any mobile oh, game, mobile. right? Now. Yeah, yeah. Any Mobile's, mobile game. It's, it's any mobile game. Yeah. It's like it's like, hey, hey, I see you're playing this game. Check out this other game. And then they like want you to like 
touch and drag and swipe and yeah. fuck you. My favorite was how when Quake Live was still really a thing, they had ads in game, but like they were banners inside the arena. <laughs> well, that's okay because that's like going to a ball game or whatever. Yeah. For something. I'm gonna guess. But... Or the NASCAR, the cars are driving around and they've got ads in the cars driving around. Like that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, but, that's un- That's not intrusive. But in the game, like, you're also the entertainer. You're, you know? Like, you're consuming, yeah. but you're also producing. Yeah. yeah. It's shitty. I just, just fucking, and those ads are all shitty yeah. anyway. Like, it's all, it's you all even touch anywhere on the screen. It takes you to go download the app. Yeah. And it's like, like, no, I clicked the ads. Fuck, fuck I wanted to click the ads. Oh, oh, no, the X shows up, you know, 30 seconds later, yeah. and it's yeah. the size of a pixel, and if you mistap it, then you're opening the play, the, the, the app store, and bullshit. It's just bullshit. Is it one of those, was it one of those games that lets you play on airplane mode, or does it lock the game if you... No, I don't uh, know. I didn't try that, usually, holy yeah, cow. usually you can stop the ads I if you... should try that. Yeah. But, we'll see. Well, see, in my opinion, that's bullshit, oh, it is. too. Like... You know, the game should play regardless whether it has an internet connection or not. And the fact that it has one leads me to suspect that you're tracking what I'm doing while playing the game. Yeah. Or just because I have the game installed. So fuck you even more. This has been Games Administrivia. <laughs> Speaking of, we need to do another game tonight. We do need to do another game night. Absolutely. I don't know when. Raft this time. Raft. I thought we were going to do an first Space Man and then Raft. Whatever. Yeah. Raft's coming up, but I'm pretty sure we're doing Space Man Nights. We'll see. That's fine. Whatever. I'm, I need to, I'm just, I'm just pushing around. I need to sort out how to get. I just a, can't wait for. We're gonna do heroic or, or hardcore mode raft, and there's gonna be like four sharks. <laughs> do you? Jathan's gonna get do you so hard. Do you respawn on hardcore? Hardcore. Do you respawn? You can be rescued. Oh. And I believe you respawn. Okay. Yeah, you can respawn. It's not like permadeath. Okay. And we can always change the difficulty. You know, we can always start over. I, the Gets to be too much. My inclination. I just want to watch Jathan die. Well, my time. inclination would be to just go in the water and kamikaze every shark. And like, <laughs> maybe I'll make it out, maybe I won't, but it's a risk. It's fun. I l- listen. More power to you, bud. If you want to do that, I could be. I could be shark bait. Hit it. We don't. You wouldn't you could, have to you waste resources on on the shark bait. Could I could just bait. hang around. This has been raft of trivia. <laughs> yeah. We're just. We're, listen, we're having a good time tonight, you know. Taking it easy. Just we're just some bands, just getting some bands out there, mm-hmm. you know. So apparently, the place that I contract to has splurged on Microsoft whiteboards. Hmm. Oh, like smartboard type and things. And so now the smartboard type things, and now they're pushing for people to return to the office so they can make use of these smart whiteboard smartboard things. Yep. And I'm just like, why? Because, you know, some Yahoo is going to get up there with a permanent marker and draw all over that. And we're going to have text that shall not be named, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. You know, It's going to be like a dick in the corner screen. of the screen always. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Yeah. So anyway, what are we talking about tonight? So we were going to talk about what changes we would make to our work environments infra if we were starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then... I think we should still do that. But... But then? Today... But wait, there's yeah, more. Yeah, but wait, there's more. But then today, a mayor asked a question about P3 
PHP and logging, mm. and that started this whole thing. Ooh. So I kind of want to talk about logging because I don't think we really ever talked about it before. Why don't we talk about logging with Jathan? Oh no, because he's—I don't know, man. He's gonna have nope. opinions, nope. and he's so like he's bought all the way into the cloud now at this point. He's become another oh, well. cloud cult follower. So we're looking for a new co-host. <laughs> it's not a cloud. No, I'm uh, not gonna kick him off. But like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. For the record, uh, shout out to Dranks, yeah, yeah. Mystic Rule, mm-hmm. A Mayor, yeah. and our family members for letting us do this. Yeah, you guys rock. Shout out to Payton. If I haven't shouted out to you, then what's that? Shout out to Payton. Shout out to Root. Yeah, but no for, shout out to Jaython for, for letting me do this. For letting me do this, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking dick. I mean, uh, honestly, you know, it's a lot of fun to do this, to record this. And uh, last week, or last time I couldn't make it because my wife was not feeling well. Apparently, mm. she caught a summer cold and was just down and out. And so I made the command decision to to not record. And mm. earned many kudos and brownie points with my wife for that. Yeah. So. Well, you got you to gotta look out for your lady, you know. Happy spouse, happy house. I, I haven't heard that one before. I heard happy wife, happy life, but happy spouse, I think happy I like house. Ha- I like happy spouse, happy house better. Right. Everybody's got to be happy, it's more man. Equal. Yeah. Right. Everybody's got to be happy. If everybody's not happy, then the house isn't happy. And guess what happens when the house isn't happy? But if we could be real for a second, happiness isn't guaranteed by marriage. Right. And right. Right. I think if you're getting married to be happy, to get happy, that's the wrong reason to yes. get married. You should get married for the tax benefits. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, they don't hurt, but... <laughs> I mean, no, I that mean one... <laughs> being married for love is, is great and all. I was around many a Marine who decided that, that stripper just absolutely loved them, and they had to marry what? her right away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, okay. No, it took a moment to, like, par- mentally parse what you were talking about. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. That stripper Marines loved them. strippers. Love yeah. loved them. Loved them. And that 20% uh, APR Mustang, too. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. So maybe don't get married for Mustangs. Or don't get married get for Mustangs, Mustangs or to a stripper because I guarantee you she loves everyone that gives her money. Or he. I don't judge. Yeah, it could be he. No no yeah. judging here. This is a judgment free zone. So it's like a, what do they what do they call them? Cabana boys? What what is What? Cabana There's, boys? I thought there was like a, a term for male strippers that like Gigolo. rich Old, no, that like oh, white oh. ladies. Yeah, Cabana Boy. Would, yeah, is what it would be. Yeah, or Pool Boy. Okay. Cabana pool boy, boy. Pool yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pool yeah. Boy. Okay, yeah. okay. Listen, if you want to make a lot of money and also gag yourself frequently, go be a pool boy for an old lady. She'll pay you good, and you only have to have sex with her at least once. <laughs> gag yourself. <laughs> All right. All right. This so has pain. been. <laughs> <laughs> Well, better be hitting the dusty old trail. Hayden, <laughs> what are you drinking? What am I drinking? That's a good question. It's almost like we ask this every time. I have yeah. a PBR. I'm still polishing off a 12-pack from way back. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, whatever. I mean, I just don't drink all the time. But anyway, what did the janitor say when he popped out of the closet? I don't know. What did, what did he say? Supplies. <laughs> so dumb. What are you, what are you, Jathan, what are you drinking? He's not. Okay, all right, good. He's, he's drinking weakness. He's drinking, he's I am, drinking weakness. <laughs> I am drinking a rogue dead guy. A rogue dead guy? 
Now, I love Road Dead Guy. It's in a can. I like okay. it a little bit better in a bottle. Especially well, are you going to claim big bottle? Are you going to claim what? that it's the best thing ever? No. Eight million other people have never heard of it, but it's I the like best. it. Okay. All right. Okay. But I'm just I making don't sure think it's, it's not a best ever situation here. And I, I also was going to drink a dragon milk stout. Ooh, Dra- dragon's milk. Ooh. Is that what it's called? Yeah, dragon's, dragon's milk. Okay. It's milk stout. Okay. okay. And I pried the bottle tap off, and I heard a crunch. This was like right as the show was, right as we were about to start. And I, and I told him to go ahead and just drink it. Yeah. But he's and a pussy I take, and I take the cap up and like half of the glass lip is missing and not all of the half is in the cap still. It so will I'm only like, hurt once. <laughs> no, twice at least. Nah. Just once. No, going in and coming no, out, Pacey. No, when it goes in, you'll go to the uh-huh. hospital and they'll give you medication. Oh. So it'll only hurt once. <laughs> yeah so i'm not i'm not keen on it's so sad because i do love dragon's milk Here, too here's what you do here's what you do but later what? when the podcast is done you uh-huh. go and you put a coffee filter on top of a mug oh yeah and you pour it over the coffee filter and then all the glass will stay on top of the coffee filter and you'll have your mug of beer and you can start i don't right. think i don't think we even have coffee we might we might okay pantyhose no anything yeah. that's super fi- uh, super fine cloth even I mean, I have like a, I have like a, like a t-shirt, but you might want to bow it. But that's, I think that's too big. Yeah, I, I would do like a t-shirt and like make a bowl of it inside the, the mug, so that mm. you know, because it's still really thick, so it will take a minute for it to drain through. Yeah, and, but that will still catch all the glass. Okay. Yeah, and you should always have coffee filters, no matter what. Why? They're so useful. Well, they're useful for any number of things, like this, for instance. <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> I normally don't drink, so I figured I'd be all right. But that's true. And that it took was... you what two years to finish a bottle of uh, bullet more bourbon? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't two years. Three years. Three years. That's no. right. Three years. It was no. It was like seven months. Errata. He was actually right. It's three years. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. First off, it was the giant bullet bottle. So would really you say that you you broke the tip off of your beer bottle? I uh, yeah. You know that's a that's a not uh, awkward at all segue. That's a. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Why don't you tell us about your tip? Okay, so this one's a good one. You guys are gonna love mm. this one. It is the AFPD Apple Filing Protocol Demon. It, uh, AFPD provides an Apple Filing Protocol interface to the Unix file system. It is normally started at boot time from Etsy RC. There's a comp file in Etsy net talk slash afpd.com. And that determines the behavior and configuration of the different virtual file servers that it provides. The list of volumes offered to the user is generated from Etsy, Netatalk, AppleVolumes.System. And you have some options. You have dash D, specifies the daemon should not fork. Dash P, prevents clients from saving their passwords. Dash T, allows clients to change their passwords. Dash capital D, uses DDP, AppleTalk as transport protocol. Dash capital T, uses TCBAIP as transport protocol. And the V's prevent version information and verbose information and exit. And that has been your fine membranous tip. Uh, there's a lot more other stuff on here, but it's AFPD. So I mean, why would that not why? be rolled into the kernel? At this point, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't know why it's not in the kernel. It should already be with the prevalence of iPhones, especially and in the why, tech industry. And why not like a fuse it's file probably, system it's, like that? It's probably an Apple system. Honestly, where, is did, there where Apple, did you see this? Linux.die.net. 
Oh, so it's a Linux Mint page. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. why would they not? Why would they at least not implement it as like a native fuse file system or something? I, you know, that's a why good question. Why would they have to run I, this daemon for it? I think it's related to the whole AFAPFS, the Apple what file system, the Apple file system. Yeah, yeah. That is is built into iPhones and whatnot. Yeah. I think it's related to that. The problem is that I, you know, I mean. You're right. It should be in the kernel already. Like, why isn't it? And or is it like a fuse file system? Like, right. I don't, I don't get right. why you would need to run a daemon for it. I don't know. Is you it a Apple file system? Well, that's a really good question. Because if it uh, is, I guess that kind of makes sense. Because with NFS and all and, and all that and SIPs. So it's well. What was your question again? If it was a networked file system, yeah, because it uses TCP/IP or DDP, which is Apple Talk. So oh, yeah, right, it is right, a ne- right, it right. is a network okay. file system. Huh. Yeah, I mean you you can use either Apple Talk or, or TCP/IP, and you can specify like Gust names. You look for the PID file. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there you can do with it. Hmm. I, I think it personally, I think it should be in the kernel, like you said. I mean, at this point in time, with the prevalence of Apple devices, why not? You know. Well, I mean, if it's networked, that makes sense because then you're. Potentially scanning the network or yeah, yeah, yeah. opening for it or, you know. So, like, that's I true. understand why I'm making it a demon, but still, man. Like, that's still weird. Still yeah, weird. that is weird. Hmm. And that has been my membranous, multi-headed tip. Mm. We have so, Peyton, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you five tips left. Or four tips left. Four tips left. Four? Yeah. Four tips besides the sit show one, which is... No. It's just his yeah. SE... The S sixty twenty two. Yeah, we have. We are. Oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Never mind. We have more. We have like seven tips left. I I apologize. I miscounted. Ignore that. Yeah, I need to clean that up. (laughs) Yeah, we've got like eight more episodes. No, I'm doing it. Ten more episodes. Okay. Ten more. Ten more. My bad. My bad. Carry on. Carry on. I'm carrying on. You have your choice. Uh huh. You can, we could talk about what we were, we're going to talk about, the infrastructure stuff, or logging. Uh, or something else. I mean, I... You know what? I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a D20 here. I'm mm-hmm. going to roll it. If I roll higher than a 10, so I roll yep. 11 to 20, we talk about logging. If I roll less than a 10, or less than 11, so 1 to 10, we talk about infrastructure. I have a D20 okay. too. Yeah. A D20 also. I rolled a 15. So we're okay, talking, so we're about, talking log- about logging. Logging. All right. So, so the way started. this started was was it this morning or last night? It was. I think it was this morning. Are you sure it was this morning? It had to have been earlier. I think it was this morning. I don't think I it was think last it was night because this whole like the channel just blew up with this whole logging thing. Yeah, yeah. I, people are are very opinionated about it, including myself. Like, oh, you know. Yes. 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 Oh, yes, yes. that. Yes. I have strong feelings about logging. So. Logging uh, is important. Go ahead. July 21st. Yeah, so it was this morning at, well, this afternoon, technically, 12.05 Eastern. Amayer in our Discord, in our sysops. Shout out to Amayer. Yeah, shout out. Uh, you already shouted him out, I thought. It's okay, I'll do it twice. Okay. He gives a topic, so he gets twice. Yeah, so he says, I'm not super familiar with logging to syslog. He's wondering if it's pre-standard oh, for applications to log there. And yes. then he says he's specifically talking about a PHP application if it makes a difference. Now, what I started to go into with him was yes. 
a script or a framework can choose to write directly to syslog, but typically, whether it writes to like PHP error.log or whatever, or the syslog, is going to depend on your PHP interpreter, such as like PHP FPM or whatever. So that is highly dependent on how you're invoking that PHP script, you know, how you're calling PHP. But, you know, that aside, that led to kind of branch out to where, you know, we start discussing like, oh, like, what is the purpose of logging? Like, how do you make logging better? So at first I wanted to, I wanted to answer A. Mayer's first question because it is pretty relevant. He says, I'm not super familiar with logging the syslog. Is it pretty standard for applications to log there? Yes, that is the Unix way, full stop. The Unix way is to log to the system logger because it has multiple levels of information available and it has certain mechanisms where you can identify where those messages are coming from. So it is, a, you know, it's been in use for a very long time, syslog. Probably early 90s, I might have to guess. I didn't mm-hmm. look it up, but early 90s, I would say. You know, and it supports centralized collation of logs and all that. It it lets you... In the 1980s by Eric Allman as part of the Sendmail project. Oh. Sendmail, really? Yep. Wow. I would think Sendmail came after syslog. But, you know, That's what it says here. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not doubting you. I'm just surprised. I mean, it's Wikipedia, so take that with a grain of salt. But it's yeah, it, it's uh, probably right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so you know, I have my stance on it, right? The opposing stance here is, you know, people have been saying someone brought up the twelve factor app, yeah, philosophy, methodology, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and I have my problems with it. Specifically, in this case, how it approaches logging because it says, you know, everything should be a single stream. Just dump it all to standard out. And I mean, that's that's what we're taught, you know. What do you mean that's what we're taught? It's what I learned for the LPIC was you push everything to standard out. Yeah, so. Which I don't necessarily agree with because there's yeah. some shit that I don't need. To, I don't need to see 20 different messages telling me that, you know, a file system is clean. Or not, not that, but like the redundant messages that I don't need to see, I don't need to see those, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess it ultimately comes down to like, what do you mean when you say application? Do you mean mm-hmm. do you mean a PHP script? Right. Do you mean a microservice, or do you mean a daemon? Do you mean cat, or do you mean SSHD? You know, because that's application is really just any bit of running code that performs a unified goal, right? That's true. So you're not. I think it would behoove us to define what an application is. When I hear application in the context of logs, I think daemon. I think something that is intended to run without user interference or user intervention or, you know, any sort of manual involvement in the process. And in that case, you don't really want... So normally, like, the standard Unix TTY has two channels for this. It's got standard out and standard error for errors and and output. So that's only two channels, and that's not really good enough, which is why syslog came to be, right? It's You've got nine log levels. You've got, like, emergency, critical, error, warning. Emergency alert, critical, error, warning, notice, informational, and debug. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I use maybe, like, four of those because I, I very rarely run into... I know I use debug a lot. I use info a lot. Info, I believe, is the standard log level, the default log level. And I use error and warning. Sometimes I'll use critical, but 
you know, for, generally speaking, those are, those are the ones I'll stick to. But every once in a while, I'll, I'll have use of the other levels. But the problem is when you follow what the 12-factor app methodology says, you lose the fidelity of the importance of those messages. Now, ATG and SysOps, you know, made the point that you know, the, there are things like JSON logging, where you can have a certain key that specifies what level of information or whatever this should be in, or what category, I guess you could say. But the problem is then you need some kind of custom parser, and now you've made your problem infinitely more complex. Now you need something like Elasticsearch, is, is one that was mentioned a lot in the channel. All just to read the apps for one daemon, or the logs for one daemon. That strikes yeah. me as a little bit counterproductive. You shouldn't have to do that. Especially if it's on some kind of ephemeral server, right? I mean, it's easy enough to collect the, the syslog from that, but then to need to turn around and collect standard out and standard error, possibly, and to shunt it all to some external log analyzer, that seems a bit overkill to me. That's, that's not really yeah. beneficial. If yeah. you're relying on parsing your logs for things like status, uptime, errors, like runtime errors, like that's not the right place to do that. Logs are for tracking history of events. That's it. They're not intended to... Yeah, I would say you if know, you're using a log to alert yourself of a problem, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. At that point, you should have some sort of monitoring in place that doesn't rely on parsing yeah. logs. Yeah, That's because, dumb. well, I mean, the biggest issue with logs that I've noticed, and I've noticed this a lot, is that your log file system can fill up, and then your logs are no longer relevant. You're, well, you know, an hour behind what the log says because your var log is full, or, or you know, your var is full. So that kind of is a jumping point. Number one, I mean, you, you should be I, right. I don't mean logs. To. Right. You should be, absolutely, yes. Log rotating and, is very And important. slash or doing remote collection of them. You know, that's yeah, a good idea. Splunk, etc. Not even. Syslog something. has a built-in remote right. daemon that you can send your syslog directly to. Right. I believe absolutely. it's non-blocking. And, and you don't even need to use syslog's implementation. There's syslog-compatible collation daemons that you can just point your own local syslog instance to. That's true. There are. There and are. boom, absolutely. go. And they are, some of them are really freaking sweet. They're really fast. And you can even do that with things like Elasticsearch, right? You don't need to dump everything out to a single level in plain text just to get it to Elasticsearch. What you should be doing is getting it into syslog first thing. Now, when I say syslog, I technically mean journal D in most modern discos because either they don't have syslog at all or they are using journal D to pipe to syslog or syslog to pipe to journal D like Red Hat does. But ultimately, like journal D is goes even beyond the yeah. benefits of syslog, right? Right, right, right. It's got so much of these features built in that you end up having to cook in yourself if you use some sort of alternate logging like JSON log format. You know? Right. So ultimately, like the arguments I see being made for this are pretty weak in my mind because they, you know, they claim it's scalable, but not really. I mean, you you can't you can't run it through whatever you want. They claim you can, and that's right. why you pump everything to a single channel. But you can't <laughs> because it's still a format that you need to specify to your analyzer how to read, right? Right. And like, right, right. 
you're going to be doing that no matter what. Well, so, I mean, that goes back though to single point of failures. You shouldn't have a single point of failure in your system at all. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I don't know I how to resolve that. that. I'm not a syslog expert, but yeah, but well, and that like if your log analyzer point goes down, or if you know Elasticsearch, the the service provider itself goes down, right? Hosted Elasticsearch, like you're sunk, right? You're like, in you're in deep doo doo, and you have no shovel. Yeah, because you're piping all of your logs out to an analyzer, and furthermore, you require an analyzer to humanly read those logs. Yep. With the nice thing with Syslog is it's still human readable. So if your local collection goes down, you can still read it on the box itself. That's not that big a deal. And it's you have built in that level of, you know, parsable le- uh, log levels and things like that. And you don't really have any sort of standardization with this 12-factor approach. I really don't like it. Like I said in the channel, you can tell a developer wrote it and not the <laughs> system. <laughs> because... And I'm like, I get it. The audience is developers, well, so who else let me ask. Let me ask you this question: yeah. Out of the seven severity levels, there are like three that I want to see. Yeah. Warning, error, mm. maybe alert, emergency. But if I see emergency, the system is down. Well, so, not the system, but your application at the very it's least. It's unusable. Well, it says system is unusable, so it's a panic condition. So I mean, that could be a kernel panic. It could be whatever. If I mean, I it could even be an improper environment, but yeah. It could be. It could be. But, I mean, I, I digress. I mean, I don't need to see debug information. I don't know anybody. Unless you're debugging. That. Well, okay. Yeah. But on a, on a running, normal system, I don't need to right, see debug. Right, right. I get what you're saying. For, like, when you're designing systems. Yes, when I'm designing handy. it, debug, informational in prod, notice, those are all good. Yeah. In your prod, chances are you don't need to see debug. You're going to see and if zero you're, through three, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully you never see those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully you don't see any. Well, info's okay, because that's just informational messages. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, but, but I feel like those can be spammy. Those can be a little much sometimes, especially if, you, if you're if you not careful. You know. It, well, it depends on the developer and what they consider as informational versus debug <laughs> information, right? It's This is informational. Dude. Yeah. I don't need to but see But that. that's... But you know what? I mean, you're going to run into that particular yeah. issue, whether you follow that or the two-factor JSON no, I, logging I, example. I, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. I, under, I understand it completely. I just I yeah. still, you know, like, this could be better if if it was split in two. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there was what, a syslog for, like, running systems, you, mm-hmm. you know? So it would be zero through, zero through three, maybe four, maybe six, you know? And then a syslog for developers. And so you could, like, have those 0 through 7. Well, so I would eight, say the syslog but, for developers is probably debug. Because they're the ones that Yeah, but be... so, sometimes you want to test, like, an emergency condition or whatever. So I, I get oh, having I that for them testing that. But, I mean, well, realistically... Well, there's no reason they can't. So sure. That's what I'm like, saying. There's That's no reason saying. they can't set a test environment... NVAR or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Or yeah. if it's uh, this would be a bad way to do it, but, you know, the, the best way would be with an environment variable. But like if this user on a box with this host name is uh, running this program, run, you know, try yeah. to trigger this, yeah. you know, or you, you have unit tests, you have things like that where you can trigger these things in a right, development right. context right, right. and have them be irrelevant in the production context. So, you know, that's, that's a good point. 
the tricky thing is, all right, for example, this is yeah. a good example. So IPsec, specifically Strong Swan, oh the Strong Swan implementation of, of uh-huh. IPsec. There are, I think, like 20 different components that have individually configurable log levels. So you have like things for like encryption, authentication, network traffic. You know, you've got all of these different components of StrongSwan and you can individually configure like, okay, I only want to see messages at this level and lower. Yeah. Which is helpful because if you turn, if you crank everything up and you're running, you know, and if you're reading the debug output in your logs. Okay. Let me just reiterate here something really fast. If you are debugging, and you finish, turn it off. Yeah, yeah, turn it off. Turn that I shit mean, that's off. Just, that's good practice. We had, I told you about this. I told I told you about this. We had terabytes of log data. I believe someone it. left debug on. Like, you know, come on, guy. You know, come yeah. on. Now, turn, you can, turn that you can get around that by just logging everything to a remote server. And, you it know, was. to its credit. <laughs> well, yeah. It still, it still was. But it still filled up the file system before I could send it to... Like, it just... Oh. It, it boggles my mind, you know? Yeah, no, like, that, that sounds like a misconfiguration. That sounds like... It, it was on it for... You can configure it to not me. write to disk at all. Did I say it was on for a week or more? I, I forget what it was, but it was, it was on for forever. And we'll have it in the I'm sure. And, you know, if you're going to debug, great, fine, perfect. Turn it off when yeah, you're done. turn it off when done with it. I turn agree. it off when you're done. But, like... Going back to the point, like reload. I don't know. I just, it doesn't sit right with me at all. And no, I agree. That I, I agree. Like I, I you mean, have you have this mechanism for easily yeah. filtering messages you'd be concerned about, but yeah. to just throw that out the window in favor of a log that you cannot parse by eye and require <laughs> parsing by some external tool just to read. <laughs> Like, look, I'm all for Elasticsearch and Logstash and all that. Like, fine, whatever. Yeah, it it it, it helps. But, dude, don't uh, yeah. don't yeah. disregard Syslog. You should be piping to Syslog and then from Syslog. Syslog you want to throw it in a log is, analyzer? Fine. Yeah. Syslog, but Syslog is should be your first powerful. step. Like, it should I be just, a first step. Yeah, yeah. It should go to Syslog no matter what, and then let Syslog handle where it goes from there. Like, mm. I, it's not that hard. To do that, if you do it properly, because it's designed to do it. Like, it's it's designed. Yeah. You're not created you're not for this very purpose. Yeah, so, so here's the, the other problem I have with that. Suggesting yeah. to use, like, at that point, you're suggesting to use a log parser and a log analyzer as your That's logging cool. system. Yeah. What? Right. Right, right, right. So. It's swackadoodle. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's about for failure. Because you don't yep. have a method of reading those logs, the raw logs. If you want to read those raw logs, you're just looking at a bunch of long lines of JSON. Yeah. Which yeah. is not human readable. I don't care what anybody says. Well, Jathan can read it because it's made it, it's named after him. Yeah, he might be able to... No, that's Jathan. Oh, right, 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 right. right, right. Is, when is he coming out with that, by the way? Jommel. Jommel. He's Jommel? never done when, it. When is he's he coming never out getting around to it. He no. said he's going to be... He said he's working out. You heard it here now. Jamal was vaporware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was vaporware the second he said it. <laughs> of course it was. Jason, <laughs> like, we love this, you, buddy. But we, this we is what you. I'm getting at, right? Like, uh-huh. so, so there are there out. are plenty of instances where you want to be able to immediately and quickly filter out to a human-readable state messages. 
you know and atg brought up like all right well what if i want to see a stack trace you know that happened at this time i'm like well you know timestamps are in the log for a reason right the nice right. thing about journal d or journal ctl they're an epic right they're an epic time depends you can configure it okay but in the journal d file itself is binary so okay okay so it stores it i think is an integer which translates to epoch time but i'm not sure what the fuck was i going with this i don't know oh right right, right. okay so like yeah so if you are interested in a time series like you know something happened around this time or at this time that's what logs are good for Right. You don't need to see alerts about that. Presumably, you already got one. Well, you you should already have an alert system that tells you, hey, yeah. this shit's fucked up. Yeah, logs are for the information. Yeah. By nature, yeah. which should not be able to be parsed. Logs tell machine. you what happened. Yeah, yeah, they tell you what happened, or presumably what an application is trying to make happen and failed sure. to do. Stuff sure. like that, right? Sure. And that's going to be so variable, you uh, should not be terrible. able to... Well, unless, unless they're terrible, they're terrible they say, And they say, application failed to start. Yeah, well, that's... And you're like, well, why? <laughs> <laughs> that's a developer problem. That's not really a, a methodology developer. problem. But... Just kidding, developers. We tolerate you. No, fuck developers. <laughs> no, so... But, he but said it. Part now. of that... Yeah, I mean it. So part of the issue is... <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, you've got this instance where, like, okay, I want to know what happened at this time. What was my application trying to do when I got the stack race? And yeah, you can read the stack trace. They're ugly, but they're most informative. You can read the yeah. log entry, which is going to be less informative, but still a lot more informative than some entry in your log stash. Because if the logs are written well enough, they should be unmachine parsable in the sense that the machine should not be able to tell what happened. Yep. Machines are fucking dumb. Yep. They're fucking dumb. And they do what you tell them to is, do. When you try and make machines smart, or smarter, you run into problems. So, as a result of that, when we have things like log analyzers, and you ex- you depend and expect on the persistence and the predictability of log formats, mm-hmm. when every app is up to itself to decide how to spit that out, even if it's just spitting it to standard out, that's a problem. You know, ACG at one point mentioned that, like, I don't want to have to write regexes for all the log lines. I was like, why are you doing that in the first place? Yeah. Like, you should not be regexing your log entries, right? That's, your, that's so weird. Why? Like, I could see a Z grep for a line or something like that, but that's about it, man. No. All right. If you're, yeah, if you're trying to pull a certain line, and if it's syslog, not journal D, because journal D has built in right, filters. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So. I could see, yeah, I could see grepping for a single line. Yeah. In syslog, that's like, fine. I want to find this username, this username, you know, whatever, or, or this error code, which you might find a dozen of them or a hundred of them, yeah. or whatever. That's fine, but you should not be writing regex so, lines. So here's the thing: the only useful thing I can see log analyzers doing with logs uh-huh. are the same things grep can accomplish. Right, grep can do. And a that's lot. that's what I'm getting at. Because anything more complex than that, and you're misunderstanding what logs are intended for. Right. Anything less complex than that, and you don't need a log analyzer at all. Well, you just the, need the raw log. The log is the drunken hobo on the street corner who saw the accident and swears it was a green car and a red car. What? <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. I don't... <laughs> I've never heard that before. What is that? It's just a saying that 
if you haven't, if there's an incident that occurs, uh, you're going to get reports from many different people that there were many different types of vehicles and many different colors, and even some people will say there were no cars involved at all. So it's just a, uh, it's just a thing. It's just a. I see. All right, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Today I learned. It's a police accident thing. Ah, I see. That's probably why I never heard it. Yeah. yeah. So like along this line or on, along these lines, whatever. We have to look at why we log. At the end of the day, why are we logging? Is it to get notification of events? Which is what reporting is for. Right. Which is not logging. Anything else logs are. Is it for determining root cause? Which is not what logs for. That's what stack traces are for. Yeah. Is it for seeing a history? A log book of things that happened? Or the machine tried no, to make it. That's happen. definitely not a. It's no, that's what that's, that's what that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it's for, you know. So when you try yeah. and add fidelity to that, especially with a lower fidelity information stream, like a single stream of information, you're gonna lose a lot of information in the process, and you're bound for failure. It's like in the uh, it's like NCIS or whatever when they say you know when they have that photo and they say enhance. What are enhance. you enhancing? You can't. There's nothing to enhance. You can't enhance it further than the original resolution. Right, right. right. And that's what log analy- analysts well, analytics you can zoom in do. really far, but all you're going to see is a bunch of little black and different colored objects. A bunch objects. of pixels, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of, bunch of big pixels. Yeah, but that's, if you zoom in far enough, they get pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's that's the question that you need to ask yourself. You know, like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you set them up well, analytics and, and things like log sessions, they're great. Yeah, yeah. They are good for archiving log events because they are able to extract certain information from it. Yeah. In an archivable format. Right. But they aren't logs and they don't fulfill what logging attempts to accomplish. So that's really what you're looking at here. Like you don't, if you think you need all these fancy features for your logs, you're probably not approaching the purpose of logging correctly. You know? Yeah. You really should be focusing on things like monitoring for your monitoring needs and report generation for your reporting needs. I agree with that. Things like uptime checking for your... You know, like, well, don't rely on logs for that. That's so dumb to me. Uptime uptime is not a thing. Uptime should not be a thing. I don't care if your thing has been no. for 10 years. That means you haven't gotten... Well, I'm sorry. No, I I agree. I mean, it's good as a metric. It's good to have as a metric. It's not the end-all be-all, but... It's a metric I use to determine if I have done work on the box or not. Sure. Because if I I have done work on the box, it should have a single-digit uptime. Right. Well, I mean, that's part of it. But, like, that's... I'm just saying. There are are more useful metrics to get from uptime, but this isn't a discussion about uptime, and we have talked about that before on the show, I'm pretty sure. Yep. I don't mean to, I don't, I'm not trying to... But either to, way, you shouldn't be relying on parsing logs to get that information. Right. You know, there is informational output that the kernel keeps itself that you can very easily tap and get that information without needing to parse logs. Correct. Yeah, so that's kind of my thing on it. Like I, Logs I just, are the grizzled so old journalist who writes down everything and then tells you exactly everything. That's yeah. what logs are. Yeah. Yeah, they're just recording of events. Like, to try and... Make them the anything beyond in the, that. In the court, writing things, uh, you know, drawing the, the, right. the haps. Right. So, like, to... It's not the best way to investigate. Like, I... Like you said, I mean, you look at it as a historical thing. What happened? Okay. 
So I see Oak Killer ran. Okay, great. So now I know what to look for. Okay. You know, like it's And it's even then a, I mean that should probably be like a an event trigger yeah, to yeah. your I mean, notification system rather than absolutely you know I, i'm just saying like you know you see that okay here's where the um killer hit okay i can look back further oh, okay this yeah. application started using more ram that's why the um killer ran okay all right so i can go back and troubleshoot this application yeah. you're using the timestamp for when you got the alert to go back to the mm-hmm. log and figure out what the log says that you can it's a process that you should have down you never should have and that. look like if you want to write a fucking 12 factor app or whatever like I, more whatever, more power to you. I, you know, you want to hop on the the scale train. You've got all of five do servers it. in your do cluster. It. But do it at the at, for fuck's sake. At least also log to syslog properly, right. please. You know, log to syslog. Like, pull from syslog. Because you know what, you are not running that. You are not running that <clears throat> software in production. Well, and here's developers the thing. are not running that software in production. Systems here's the other thing, though. We use, what happens if yeah. what happens if you get fired? You get hit by a bus, and some Yahoo comes along behind you, like. Why isn't this logging to syslog? What the fuck? This guy's terrible. You know? Well, like, that's, yeah, that's the other part of it. Syslog is the default. It is. It's the uh, that's default what I'm expected. There should be a standard, and you should follow it. Yeah. Set it to syslog. Yeah. So, so if I have 30 clams. <laughs> oh, we don't, yeah, we don't have a clams. Fuck. Do you have a clams? I'll figure something out. I got a rant I can rant on for a minute. Oh, uh, do you have a rant? I have a rant. Or do you mean for, for clams? I have a rant for clams. Oh, okay. Well, I don't, I don't know if we're ready for that yet. We're not ready for that. I'm kind of done talking about logging for now, but I just I needed to get that out because, yeah, like, I, I hear you. Yeah. You know what? It's kind of part of this larger problem I'm seeing where we build, like, everybody reads the Phoenix project and they're like, oh, I need that in my company. Everybody, you know, everybody looks at, like, cloud and containers. Well, okay. For the and, record, if you have not read the Phoenix project, I think you should. I know, I think you have, but you should read it not as something to idolize or take away from, but more to get an idea of what why change management is important. Oh, yeah. And then also learn how to implement said change management. And I don't mean like Ansible and Puppet. I mean like actual like changes policy. to servers policy. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, important no, it's, to it's, understand why it's important. It's a good book in that regard. I would not take it as do it exactly this it's way. It's not a Bible. Yeah. It's not a Bible. It's not a holy it's, book. It's a, here is the lessons we learned at our cost. Don't make these mistakes. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm yeah. saying. But what I I'm getting to, but yeah, what I'm getting at is people read that or see these concepts. Yeah. And it's like the 90s pointy haired boss all over again. They read yeah. something in a, a shiny Click here. tech rag. Click here. Click and they here. say, oh, we need that. I meant We need that. It's like, we don't need. No, we don't. You know, we don't need an automated machinery system. For a software shop, you know, like we don't. You end up implementing these totally irrelevant or hugely scaled systems for like five servers. You do not need that. The amount of maintenance and upkeep required to run these things yep. is going to surpass what your original setup would be with something simple like just backups and config management. So that's something I'm really starting to see grow as a problem in our culture, and I. I'm kind of disgusted by it because it it's like people want to be more grandiose than they actually are. Is how mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So well, they, they say, "Oh, we need the cloud. We need." Well, they've got to put their they've got to put their name on something. You know, they've got to say, "You hired me for a reason." So here here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna write this arbitrary. What's that XKCD? 
We have 14 programming languages. We need one more to combine them all. We have 15 programming yeah. languages. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you don't need to put your name on this. Just yeah. take good advantage of it and show that you can use it. And don't that's be your name. Stand on the, yeah, like, don't be afraid to stand on the shoulders of giants. Don't try and become one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I understand, like, yeah, there are some cases where this stuff is almost a necessity. I get it. I totally do. Mm-hmm. But if you're flat out blind methodology is to say, oh, 12 factor is the best all the time for every context. You're wrong. wrong. You're absolutely wrong. 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 wrong, wrong, Spe- wrong, wrong. Specifically, at the very least, with stuff like this, with logging. You know? Mm-hmm. You're, right. You don't need right. to build a massively scalable system for your small to medium sized business. You know? Yeah, I mean, you, realistically, you don't need you, it. You, you don't need it for your data center. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for your. If you're like, if you're like a VM prov- uh, VPS provider, you don't need it. You're not yeah. Amazon. Don't, yeah. Stop fooling yourself. Yeah. And implementing the tools that Amazon uses will not make you Amazon. It will not give you the success that Amazon has. Right. And I think that's a, another part of it is people think like, oh, if I only build it out to be scalable. If like I do that. this, then I'll be Amazon and will be awesome and make a billion dollars an hour like Jeff Bezos. Yes. Does. Yeah. And you're you're not no. No. That's not what it's for. It's there to solve a problem you have. Right. And trying right. to implement it without having that problem will cause you to have other problems. And I feel like that's really endemic. Like with this, Kiss, this man. cloud Kiss. container culture bullshit. You know? Yes. Keep it simple. Yeah. Stupid. Keep, keep it simple. Stupid. Yeah. That's really how I have it. If it ain't broke, don't try and fix it because you're going to break it worse. And you need your logs. You need your logs and to you be accurate logs. and up to date. And you need to do log rotate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to do log rotate. You got to check your logs. I find it interesting if that a lot of people. If you log somewhere else, then that's your fault for not logging. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, I find it interesting that a lot of people who get like a hard on over log stash and shit <laughs> also hate system D. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Well, the system D hate is just. Well, it's, it makes we, no I sense. Mean, we have an old. We all. We have, no. We have a whole episode about that. I know. But more to the point, like they they hate it because it's new. And they hate it right. because it breaks the Unix philosophy. What do you think fucking relying on Logstash does? Once upon a time, it's different, bro. It's different. Once upon a time, it's just less Varlog messages. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it makes me mad. It makes me mad. And look, like if you, if you're in a company where you do need that, more power to you. But I'm yeah. I'm here to call you out. If yeah. you think you need it and you don't, you're a fucking. <laughs> yeah, you're yep. a dumbass. You're a absolutely. So, so if you have thirty, yeah, log clients, <laughs> and you take away fifteen of them. of them, how many do you have? I think you have to answer because you're the one who it's, has the clients. It's, it's, it's fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, great. It's 15. Yeah. Well, this is the first time you've answered accurately so, the first I, time. I know. Well, it's my turn, so I get to... I get to oh, I see. I see. So, I'm going to talk about the fact that someone's buying a house, and mm-hmm. they're doing work on said house. Someone we all know, yeah. Someone we all know, and they're doing work on said house without owning said house, mm-hmm. and their mortgage company is saying they have to do this work or else, and Brent and I are both like... Huh? Yeah. And in case you haven't figured it out yet, it's it's someone else that's on this podcast regularly. I, you can say his name. I'm gonna bleep him. You know, so I'm gonna bleep. I'm it, not gonna but... say his name. I'm not gonna say his name. All right. It starts with a J. 
has a TH and an A and an N in there. <laughs> We're not going to say his name. I'm just going to bleep like the That's past fine. 30 seconds. I, I don't care. I, it doesn't matter okay. to me. My whole point is, if you're going to buy a, a fucking house in this day and age, right now, you should probably not do that. Like, unless you have to, I guess. But No. I mean, that, that I, so that opens you up to legal liability right. without you even owning the right, property. Right, Like, he's doing all so, this Okay, work. so for instance, this person... Who shall remain the nameless. Company, the insurance company told him he had to clear a bunch of brush out, right? If he... For fire safety purposes. For which fire safety I, purposes. I get, I get the, the reason sure. behind it. But, but the it's not seller his job. Should, the seller right. should be doing that. That should be part of your... It. That should be part of your contract. So, and really, he should have gotten an insurance policy before he... He really... Before well, they... Wrote the contract, but uh, no, you. It, sometimes it's written. It's written in written. Wow. Sometimes it's written into the contract that you'll have X insurance company providing insurance for you. Like you just call them and say, "Hey, well, I'm, no, I'm, I mean you need to call the insurance company. It's like, hey, I need you to eval this property. Right, right, right. What do you need from it so I can right, require right. the seller? To, well, you know? it's it's complicated, but yeah, I mean that's essentially it. And yeah, that's that's basically how you would do that property. They will make recommendations. And yeah. I've never seen them say, do X or we won't insure you. They've usually yeah. gone ahead and insured you. Yeah. And then said, okay, to, to have your policy be effective, we need you to do X, Y, and Z. And then show proof of X, Y, yeah, and Z. Yeah, for continued policy for continued policy effectiveness. Yeah. And that's how you do it. That's how you're supposed to do it. So I, I'm not sure. Anyways, what this person did was they went ahead and cleared the brush on property they don't own yet. And for example of why this is a legal issue... If something happens where, mm-hmm. I don't know, say as part of that brush, they're using machete to just swipe down a bunch of tall trees. Or they're, they're mowing the lawn and they kick a rock up, right? And break a and window. Someone's, or someone's walking by and they uh-huh. that rock just thunk right in their head, right? Yep. Who's legally liable for that? That's a question for lawyers. Well, I would say most lawyers would agree that the homeowner is liable right. for that. Right, right, right. Well, the problem is... I mean, Jathan, uh, oh, so, I just, uh, so, so, we'll have to bleep the name. So, so the, 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 the issue, hold on. The issue there is, did the homeowner give him permission to do so? Because well, he doesn't he didn't, own the home yet. He doesn't own the well, home yet. Right, 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 right. So, but if he, if the homeowner didn't, then he's trespassing, which is he's trespassing and, and he, potentially and, and destroying property. Potentially destroying property. Like, what if that brush was there for a specific reason? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like. They may have been growing, cultivating wildflowers or cattle or or any number of wild things. They were protected. Who knows? So, like, he's going and doing this work, and now what happens if the the contract falls through? He's done all this work for nothing. Literally nothing. Done all the work for nothing. He's legally at an issue, you know, where the insurance company is then liable for something that the homeowner didn't even do. Right. And they're, they're, of course, they're going to start a lawsuit. They're going to throw the book at him. Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna take that big, heavy Black's Law dictionary. And they're just gonna yeah. eat it right out so of his face. So for that person, this is why that's dumb, and why insurance companies don't actually do it. And I think you may need to read the small print better next time. <laughs> I don't think but I don't think they actually asked you to do that before you own the property. Right, 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 right. Like I had when I bought my house, my insurance company said, "Okay, great. Let us know when you moved in. Here's right. X, Y, and Z." I screwed that up because I didn't make a couple payments. I didn't make a there was some small fee I had to pay, so I screwed that up. Whatever, right. that's on me. But mm-hmm. we, like, I literally we did an inspection because this is you could do inspections at this time. And the inspector said, "Here are this, 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 and this." I mean, it was a long list of mm. 
potential issues. There was nothing that was an issue. It was just a lot of potential issues. And the insurance company said, okay. And the VA said, okay. And I didn't hear a thing about it. And I made a couple mm-hmm. of demands. I said, hey, I need you to, to fix or patch or repair or whatever some of these areas. And they said, okay, we'll, we'll do something. And they did something, which wasn't anywhere near what they should have done, but I digress. Yeah. But all, my point is the, the insurance or company did not... I mean, I guess you don't really need it in the contract. You do need it in the terms of sale, which is what right, you do at closing. Right, 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 right. So, right, yeah, but, so, but my, either way, that's something the seller needs to do, right. not the buyer. My whole, my whole roundabout point was, and I'm sorry I didn't take as long as, as Jathan normally does. <laughs> I can say his name now because, you know. Well, no, I'm still going to bleep it all. Okay, all right. I'm sorry I don't take as long as he does in regaling us with these stories, but I didn't have these hoops that he had to jump through. And I don't know if it's because of COVID that he's having to jump through these hoops, but come no, on. No, that's, that's a dumb hoop. That I cannot it is. see. It is, it is so dumb, and I don't understand why he's having to do it. And so... I don't think he is. I really don't think he is. I think he did not read the fine print, or he, did, or he didn't ask them, or what. I think he just took it upon himself. Here's my thought. I think he's afraid mm. that if he does any sort of pushback at all whatsoever, the sellers will say, nope, sorry, see ya, and then move on, then move on to the next person. I think that's what he's afraid of. Yeah. And I think he's willing to do whatever it takes... To get this house. But the whole point of being under contract is you've now committed to the sale. That doesn't mean that the seller can't... No, they can still back out, yeah. But, yeah. like, you typically are not able to back out willy-nilly. Right. You know? Like, you, right, right, you right. need a, a decent enough reason, like, economic hardship to do the repairs or something. Like, you can't... You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, no, no, can't... absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I don't yep. know, man. Well, the onus you know, is on the seller at that point. Like the, the whole contract really under contract thing is like, it's a lot easier for a buyer to back out than a seller is. So, like once they're under contract, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once it actually goes into contract phase, yeah, and that's where pretty it is much now. everybody's locked in. The only power that anyone has is the buyer who mm-hmm. can say, "No, nah, I don't like this. I'm out." And I mean, the seller yeah. can also kind of do that too, but they're out more than the buyer is. Yeah, and they it's a lot harder for the, the seller to pull it off. You know, like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the contracts definitely favor the buyer. But, yeah, yeah, as it should. But I know. Yeah, yeah, but like, that's what I this don't get. This has been real like, estate in this trivia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was my 47 clams. Should we start calling it like cis asset in this trivia or something like that? That was dumb. That, that was, was, that so was dumb. terrible, but it was funny. It was a dad joke, so good time. Yeah, it was a dad joke, yeah. You know, I mean, hey, Jathan, sorry you couldn't be here tonight, and yeah. hope you feel better, and good luck on buying the house. Mm. Well, now we need to bleep that out. That's fine. Or cut that out. Yeah. That's fine. Because then they'll know that story was about him. <laughs> For the record, Jathan's buying a house. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to have to, like, be buried. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to bleep any of it. <laughs> That's perfect. That's fucking yeah. perfect, dude. Why not? Don't bleep any of it. Just, just fucking let it all out. Why not? Why not? I mean, everybody saw it in our Discord anyways. I'm yeah. Sure. They, they, yeah. Hey, we have a Discord, right? by the way. Come and join us on there. We're also on Twitter. If you need information on how to contact us, go to http contact and hit that like and subscribe so the algorithm knows that you're liking us. 98% of people who listen to us don't subscribe. I'm just kidding. I hate that shit. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. So you know when we post, blah, 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 fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a good episode, man. This is a Smash good hour like and button. five minutes of us just bantering back and forth about various yeah. things. And this was good. I like yep. it. It was good. It was good.
So this has been Sometimes Trivia. I'm Brent. I'm J-Town's Witty Joke. <laughs> and I'm Pete. See you around.